Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Smoking Jay, in the house of Fantasy Drill. We are the Bears, Brews, and the Bros. Welcome back. We got a playoff preview special up in here. You know, Fantasy Sweetness, Fantasy Renegade, and Doc couldn't make it for this one. But don't trip. Smoking Jay and Drill, we got your back. How you feeling tonight, brody? Hey, in the words of the Marine Corps, I'm motherfucking out. Standing, you know, <laughs> motherfucker. I, you know what? I know, I know the 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 uh, fan base hasn't seen drill coming out in a little bit, but I'm just letting y'all know. I'm trying to progress out here. I'm trying to go to school. Cats, motherfucker, making a real good choice and shit out here, man. I'm passing. I'm doing what I gotta do, but I'm back on this motherfucking fantasy football shit, ready to rip it with my guy Smoking Jay. Hell yeah, ready to rip it and ready to get you guys right to get that money. Get your bag, get some extra cash for the holidays. We know it's coming up. So we're going to get you guys right now. We're going to break down the quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, then the tight ends. But before myself and Drill get into ours, we're going to go over Renegades and Sweetness because they did give us who they got on their list. So we're going to kick this thing off with the quarterbacks, Brody. And the quarterbacks that Renegade have has is Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Brody Sweetness, he's got Tom Brady, of course. You know what? Surprise, surprise, motherfuckers. And Ryan Tannehill, you know, shocker, right? But man, hey, how you feeling about those? Aaron Rodgers, Herbert, Tom Brady, and Tannehill. Man, bro, honestly, hey, uh, Aaron Rodgers is who he is, bro. And right now, he's leading the. You know, what I'm saying, not only leading the NFC North, bro, he's he's up there in the NFC. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is who he is. You know what I'm saying? He's always delivering. Um, you know, when you talk about Tannehill, uh, last year, I believe the motherfucking Titans made a stretch to come down to the motherfucking playoffs and and, and, and almost get there. They're hungry, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not I'm not going to lie about that, you know. But uh, A.J. Brown, uh, you know, I'm just worried a little bit about how the wide receiver core is going to go in for fantasy football-wise to see how, how that's going to pan out. Uh, you know what I mean? They got Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, he's a he's a he's a north or south runner, you know what I'm saying, and everything else like that. But we're talking about if we're talking about fantasy points here, we're talking about getting it done through the air. So, you know what I'm saying? Tannehill, I mean, maybe not too much. Uh who did who did uh Brody have again? Oh, he had T B twelve. At T B twelve's been off and on all year today, you know. But honestly, bro, like this is the first year with the Bucks being uh being in a new system. Uh, even having the wide receiver core that you can have, because I can think about plenty of quarterbacks who would be like, I wish I had that wide receiver core. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be fucking killing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady has made a lot of mistakes when it comes to the interception game. And I wasn't expecting that from from Tom Brady. Uh, and I honestly think it's just due from small miscommunications. Uh, uh, Tom Brady's been with the Patriots for so long that anybody who came into that receiving core or came into that receiving core room probably was like, hey, this is how Tom Brady gets it done. This is how it is. Um, Tampa Bay's only had, you know, in a COVID season, um, having to deal with no preseason games and having to deal with, uh, you know what I'm saying? And having to be adjusted to that. I know that they have had plenty of weeks to get adjusted to it, but at the same time, I still feel like it's, it's definitely, you know, showing you that, that, you need maybe probably about two seasons to get in touch with your wide receivers. You and know what I'm saying? In order to run those those great routes. 
That's true. And, and that's a big, that's a good point that you brought up as far as like new receivers coming to the old Patriots team. And then Brady, you know, they adjust to Brady. Brady's coming to this team and he's kind of got to adjust to what these receivers like to do. And he's got to adjust to a new playbook and all that shit. But the schedule that Tom Brady's got at home versus the Vikings week 14 on the road versus the Falcons and then on the road versus the Lions, bro. Those are some nice matchups right there. So I definitely yeah, he see should, what- he, should, he should he should definitely shred. Yeah. He should definitely shred. Exactly. And I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? Like he should definitely, definitely, definitely shred. Uh, uh, considering the wide receiver core that he has and in the tight end that he has of, of Gronkowski, you know, and he has that, that, uh, that, uh, what are you saying? That Election. vibe with yeah. that vibe with him, you know what I'm saying? But they should, they, everybody should be able to eat and Tom Brady should definitely, you know, I agree with that. Who's uh, Brody's second? The, well, he had Tannehill and I've been looking at his schedule. He has uh, Jack, Jacksonville Jaguars week 14, Lions week 15, Finishing off championship week, week 16 against the Packers. So not bad. Those are some decent matchups too. Yeah, not bad at all, bro. I'm just, I, you know, I, I, Tannehill, I'm just, I think he's finna, he's, he finna put up a mediocre performance. I don't think it's going to be anything stellar. You know what I mean? But if it's something that, uh, you know, that you needed to rely on for fantasy football yeah. purposes, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, and then, and then again, you know, the, these these players that we're naming, I mean, some of them are, are no-brainers. You know, of course, you know, we, we have some that we're going to name ourselves. But these are players that we're comfortable with starting. And we're going to give you guys, you know, like the schedules and like who we like and why. Who we, you know, why we prefer these guys more. But there's some low-key ones like Ryan Tannehill. You know, that's a favorable schedule. You know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, uh, Renegade has him. He's facing – they're facing Detroit – then the Panthers, and then the Titans to close out the year. That's nice, too. You're going to start Aaron Rodgers, obviously. But, you know, we're just, you know, letting you guys know, hey, we like the schedule. Uh, I'm sure Renegade would have, you know, he would have given his side of the thing, you know what I'm saying, like told us even more. And Herbert, the other guy that Renegade had, shout out Renegade, he had the Falcons, then the Raiders, and finishing up with the Broncos. So, and the Broncos, they, they just lost uh, A.J. Bouye over there, so... That's definitely somebody that, you know, that secondary is going to be missing. You know, he popped up on that that list because of um, oh, that whole thing with the trainers and over there and shit like that. So I know I know that sucks. That sucks over there for them. So, yeah, man, I, I like those four. And let me let me kick this off with my quarterbacks that I have that I like for the playoff push weeks 14 through week 16. First guy I got got up. Kyler Murray, man. Kyler Murray, I know he's been he's been kind of nursing a bit of an injury, you know, with his shoulder and stuff, stuff like that. We see Kenyon Drake coming into his own right now because of that. And I know the, the, the schedule isn't the, the best, you know, facing the Giants, then Philly, and then San Francisco. But one thing's for sure, man, this team has firepower, without a doubt. And Kyler Murray, he's three weeks removed now from that injury. So I think we're going to see him start using his legs a little bit more, kind of like more to what we were seeing earlier in the year. We're going to see him start slinging that rock all over the field, finding D-Hop, you know, finding Christian Kirk. Larry Fitz is coming back. And, you know, using Chase Edmonds, Kenyon Drake out of the backfield, bro. So I think I think Kyler Murray, he's going to be good, good to go. He is the number one quarterback right now in fantasy and I think he's going to be good for you guys. So that's the first one I got. The next one that I got, 
Deshaun Watson. And uh, yeah, man, he's he's playing the Chicago Bears week 14, then the Indianapolis Colts week 15 and closing it out with the Bengals. Now, I know a lot of people might be like, well, the Bears, they're, they're a hell of a defense, you know, like it's going to be tough to like match up against them. Well, you know, the thing is with the Bears, they've given up in the last two games a combined 69 points. That's a lot of points. This is a defense that before that where they were giving up about 18, 19 points per game. This team has given up on the season, uh, you know, as much as I'm a Bears fan, but I'm sorry to say this for a defense, defensive minded team to give up 69 points in two games to division opponents. This is a direct reflection of the coach. They're done. And, you know, I think Deshaun Watson, that revenge game. We remember last year, Patrick Mahomes scored a touchdown, put the number 10 up like, oh, I was the number 10 pick. Y'all passed up on me. I think Deshaun Watson has something for Ryan Pace and the boys. You know, it's hard for me to say, but that's the match of week 14. Week 15 against the Colts, another defense that is a top three defense. But before we get into that, the last three games, they've given up 31 points. 45 points and 20 points respectively. This defense is hurting right now too. I know overall they're a top three defense, but lately they have not been playing like a top three defense, Brody. Not, they haven't been. So for those reasons, I got Deshaun Watson up there and then week 16 championship week versus the weak ass Bengals. So Deshaun Watson, that's where we're at with it, man. Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson. Let me hear your quarterbacks or let me know what you feel about these two as well uh, well i'll give you both there <laughs> i give you both there hey not nah, you know what i'm saying boy you know what that is bro drill give it to you straight lace no taste bro um real talk man hey kyler murray bro like hey when i when i look into every time that he's he's ran into something serious or, or you know what i'm saying and, and he's been on a list that cat don't like to lose bro he does not and you know what I'm saying, which which honestly makes him, uh, uh, you know, a when you're at the quarterback position, it makes you a leader. It makes you be able to go ahead and talk to your wide receivers and be like, "Hey, bro, look, I I can get it done on my feet, but I'd rather not." You know what I'm saying? So like, hey, and they're in a playoff push, bro. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like they they they've lost these games, and they're like, "Hey, bro, what are we doing? Are we gonna give away the season or not?" Now, for fantasy purposes, if we're looking at it and everything else like that, Kyler Murray's going to be pushing the envelope, bro. He's going to be doing everything he possibly can to go ahead and make it into the playoffs. And and at this time, to be in week 14, week 15, week 16, to be a Kyler Murray owner, yeah, you may have been disappointed in uh, in, in these past couple weeks, and hopefully you've been able to edge out with your other players. But Kyler Murray is going to turn up for you in these, in these, in these last couple weeks. Oh, yeah. And I definitely, I definitely see he's got that fire in his eyes. And who's your second one, though, uh, Brody? Oh, Ryan Pace knows him real well, man. Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah, hey, we're talking about Deshaun Watson here, bro. Like, hey, as a Chicago <laughs> fan, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You guys could have seen face. Oh shit! I, I had to shake my head, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's the, like that, it's, it's the Ryan Pace bull. It's the Ryan Pace bull. Exactly, up. bro. And he's gonna be on a treating spree. And and in and, and it doesn't matter what wide receiver is over there in Houston. They're like, oh, they lost such and such due to PEDs. Awful. Who, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? They got Brandon Cooks. 
You know what I'm saying? And and I I, I don't give a fuck what and what anybody they have over there. Deshaun Watson knows how to extend the play. That's that that and right there, that is enough to give you an edge against this defense. Like a yeah. real talk. He's a winner on top of that's that. That's it. That's it. You gotta have it. If you got heart and you got that dedication, and there's if you have just the strive for greatness, we see it with this guy. We saw it in college, bro. Against Alabama, back to back years. I don't even want to get into this. Why the Bears didn't scout this guy is beyond me. Why they didn't bring him in? I, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Let's let's go ahead and, and motherfucking sign a guy who fucking bro, we, we were, barely started any type of game. I know that we opened up a can of worms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you're just like, oh yeah, hey, the Tar Heels. I, I don't understand. I think that head coach from the Tar Heels can suck a mean dick. I don't know what the fuck he can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, in order to get his guy recruited, he must have had the smoothest lines. I don't know what the fuck. Because, I mean, shit, the proof is in the pudding, bro. Like, that's that's just how it is, bro. How the fuck you 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 draft Mitchell Trubisky? Because everybody was like, what? What? I was watch, one of those. Watch, watch Mitch. Who the fuck is that guy? Watch Mitch throw for five touchdowns tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 maybe, 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 but it still doesn't accrue for everything oh, you're that right, he's you're right. done. The thing about I know, I know, I know we're going off in a little bit of tangent. I'll just say this to yeah. close it out real quick about Mitch. The thing about him is just that we've seen spurts with him, you know, like he'll play game good for like two or three games every year. He hasn't done that this year, he hasn't, and he's just inconsistent. Bottom line, that's what he is. Enough about Mitch, Money Mitch, MVP Mitch, or Mitch Trubisky, like I like to call him. Let's go with your quarterbacks, man. Who do you recommend for these people, or who do you like for the playoffs, fantasy playoffs, Brody? Okay, so when hey, hey, when it comes to thinking of this list, uh, I'm thinking about the guys who are hurting, who who definitely made it. Uh, they were like, oh, shit, I'm sixth place, was good. Like, you know, they finally made it. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. And they don't have that all-star quarterback that you're thinking of. You know what I'm saying? So, my first quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Like, honestly, bro, like, what a warrior. What a warrior. Not only that, the Vikings are fighting for motherfucking. They're in the hunt. They passed yeah. up the Bears because the Bears passed the torch and said, hey, we don't want to make it to the playoffs, gents. We don't want to make it to the playoffs. Go ahead and let's, let, let, let's, let's give it to the Purple People Eaters. You know, as as hard as it for me, you know, I, I know I said that pretty easy, but inside I'm hurting. You know what I'm saying? Like for an, another NFC North, the motherfucker take it. But we just gave it to him. We did. We did. Period. So Kirk Cousins coming off, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? He's fighting for the playoffs. He's going to play his heart on. You like that? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm expecting that to be a part of the deal. And if he's he's not, you know, I know, I know what fantasy players are looking for. Oh, I want a quarterback that's going to give me 30 points. Like, man, chill, chill. If you got, uh, if you drafted correctly, you know what I'm saying? All you're expecting out of your quarterback is a decent, at least maybe 18 to 20 points. You know what I'm saying? At least 18 to 20. And it's crazy because people are like, what? What? Hey, drill? Hey, chill the fuck out. I want 25. I want 30. Like, man, yeah, that's great. But you know what I'm saying? It, it, not every quarterback is putting that shit out. And the thing is, is that there's decent quarterbacks out there. And the game script has really been playing into a factor here. 
You know what I'm saying? With Kirk Cousins and and, and pushing for a playoff uh, decision, I mean, he's got a decent schedule coming up. I think he's going to be raw. You know what I'm saying? Now, my second quarterback coming out of that motherfucker is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is red hot right now. Red hot. And you know why they're red hot? Because Stefanski loves that run game. That run game is open, opening up for Cleveland. And we're like, oh, my God. They're going to play some pretty tough team. I didn't write it down, so I can't tell you, for uh, you know, you know, I'm saying where for where, got, who they're playing. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me where they, they're they playing. Got, they got Baltimore Monday night. They got the Giants week 15. And week 16 championship game versus the Jets. So, come on, oh. hey. I, I, those matchups are, are are nice. They're like, oh, he's going to have a tough time against Baltimore. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that is going to be that way. And the thing is, is because if if the Cleveland Browns just had Nick Chubb, then I'd be like, Ma- Baker Mayfield probably wouldn't even be mentioned in this list. But you also have Kareem Hunt. It is nuts to have a, 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 a double threat at running back like that. And then... To not, not have Odell Beckham Jr. right now, but to be able to rely on broken ribs Jarvis Landry, <laughs> uh, a rookie Donovan Peoples-Jones, yeah. uh, and, 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 and Rashard Higgins, bro. Like, it's awesome for the Browns right now, bro. They're looking nice. They're looking real nice. They're looking and, and their defense is not no bitches neither. They're mediocre. They're not elite. But they're not shitty neither. You can work with that. Yeah, exactly, with that, bro. And, you, and this is exactly if 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 there was any team that I wanted to be emulated by the Bears is this team right here, the Cleveland Browns, who has somewhat of a motherfucking decent offense to go ahead and motherfucking offset and a defense that's 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 good as well. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not top notch, but they they're have not an identity. Either. They have an identity though. You know what they're going to do. And because they have that identity, which is that that run game, that opens things up and makes Baker's life easier, bro. And we're seeing it. They got four wins in a row now. They're in that playoff push, playoff mode. And Baker right now is somebody like you were just saying, um, you were talking about, uh, who the fuck were you just talking about? Who's your other quarterback? Uh, Kirk Cousins. All right, you were just talking about Kirk. It's crazy because if you guys are looking at Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins, Drew's giving you the facts with why you guys should start him up. That means the rest of your team is fucking loaded. Let's be real here. That means you did not waste high draft capital on quarterbacks. Could you imagine that Lamar Jackson roster hurting? You know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, bro. Carson Wentz, you know, all these... If you waited back on quarterbacks, that means your team is stacked right now. So that's why those quarterbacks right there, I love that you brought them up. Those are some definite quarterbacks that are in play this week or these playoff weeks for sure, without a doubt. So that's what we got at quarterbacks. Uh, are, do you have anything else to, to uh, cap it off before we keep it going to the wide receivers? I'm just saying, Brody, uh, uh, Cleveland's got something to prove this year. Um, they, they recruited Odell. And they had Jarvis Landry in the same field, and and everybody was like, "Oh, whoopty whoop," you know what I'm saying? After they motherfucking, they, everybody thought that they was just blowing smoke, and now that motherfucking that it's here, and and they're red hot, uh, you know, mid to late season, uh, everybody's like, "Oh shit, the Cleveland Browns is ready to motherfucking deal with." And not only that, the Purple People Eaters 
is is coming out of the NFC North in order to claim that motherfucking uh uh that playoff spot. These are, bro. These are like, teams fighting for something, bro. Exactly. That's exactly. Why, which is, which that's is why they're in they're in my rankings. Exactly. Because you know you know they're gonna they're you know they're gonna put forth that effort. Exactly. You know they're gonna put forth that effort and they're they're gonna try to get you those points as much as they can. Game, game script is gonna come to game script is gonna come into play, but at the same time though, from the beginning of the first quarter all the way to the last second of the fourth quarter, these guys are gonna be the guys that are gonna have to give you money. And I guarantee you that these both of motherfucking these quarterbacks are gonna put up over uh, over over 18. At least over 18. I'm with that, bro. I, I, I like the I like the calls right there. Like we were just saying, man, those are quarterbacks that are playing for something. That's big. That's big, especially in fantasy weeks. Big. They, they need to win these games. So let's keep it going with the wide receivers. And, you know, before we get into ours, let's talk about Renegades, which is Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen. Then we got – actually, you know what? Let's do it like that. Let's talk about Renegades first, which is – you know, Devontae Adams, man, Adams family, dude's a fucking monster. I mean, for obvious reasons, he's on this list. You know, you fire him up. That's a no-brainer. I'm sure, you know, you know, I mean, I don't mean that in any type of way. I'm just saying, if you have Devontae Adams on your team, you're feeling really nice right now. Then you got Keenan Allen. Dude gets open. Justin Herbert finds him all day. And, yo, Keenan Allen, uh, years ago, and I'm sure, I mean, you remember, bro, he was getting injured and injured, and he was one of those guys we were like, you can't trust him. You can't trust him. Now look at him. The motherfucker is a dog and a half, bro. So Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, I'm, I'm not even going to look at the schedules or nothing like that because these are plug and plays. You don't even think about it. You got anything to add about those two? Uh, not too much, bro. If if you got Devontae Adams and you're not starting him up, you better have. <laughs> I, I I don't even think that there's nobody else who could compare to a number one wide receiver right now on my list. On my list for next year, I'm already like Devontae Adams. He's number one. As long as uh, as long as Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's whatever it is. But there's nothing that you could take from Devontae Adams, and the fact that uh uh you know, moving on to uh Keenan Allen um. It's a, you just that target share is unbelievable. It's unbelievable this year. After uh uh, uh what's his name the quarter the original quarterback, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, fucking, about, uh, oh, um, Tyrod. Yeah, after Tyrod Taylor was out of the picture, Justin Herbert came in, and he realized that that as a rookie because as a rookie quarterback, you know, at, at the same time, if I was a rookie quarterback, I'd be like, who's who's my guy? Who's my guy? Who's going to come out there? And Keenan Allen established himself as that guy. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is, is that hey, Keenan Allen came out there. He's got his target share. He's getting his money. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this last game wasn't all too fair. But at the same time, though, you know, I know Austin Eckler has come back. But Justin Herbert is a throwing quarterback. It's not about the run game. It's not about the run game with Justin Herbert. You know what I'm saying? So, uh. I, I agree with both of those. If you're not starting both of those, <laughs> then then name me a motherfucker who is taking their place. And I bet you you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are. I mean, like, yeah, you're starting them. If you have them, you're starting them. And if you're not starting them, hit us up and tell us who you're starting them over. Because I'm very interested to hear about that. Let's talk about sweetness, man. He's got Robert Woods, Bobby Trees, and 
I think he might be the rookie of the year, Justin Jefferson. E, right? Motherfucking guy popping off over there, leading all the motherfucking rookies and receiving yards, bro. The dude is just a fucking dog. Let's go with Bobby Trees first. I mean, he just played the Patriots. Didn't do too much in week 14, Thursday night football, which I, I even I didn't even know there was Thursday night football, to be honest with you. I was like, wait, what? There's Thursday night football. That, all right, cool. COVID year, some different shit. But, hey, we'll take more football, the better. You know, we'll take that all day. Week 15 versus the Jets. Week 16 versus the Seahawks. Favorable matchups. Love the Bobby Trees call. Justin Jefferson, though, you know, to go with your Kirk Cousins take, uh, before the year started, I was like, man, I'm not so sure. You know, um, a lot of people saying, oh, he's just going to slide into that Stephon Diggs role and he's going to be fine. Me, I was like, hey, man, I, I don't know about rookies just going in and filling in for a Stephon Diggs and matching that play. I really didn't see it, to be honest with you. I was like, man, he's going to get jammed. He's going to get pressed. Can he be an NFL cornerback off the line of scrimmage? Can he do that? And he shut me up real quick. Cause he did, he's doing that and more. This guy is one of the most heavily targeted guys in the NFL as a rookie. What a, what a fucking promising career, bro. Like straight up Justin Jefferson and Bobby trees. I love those calls, man. How are you feeling about those? Well, you're looking at Bobby trees. He's been consistent this whole entire year. I don't give a fuck if he's at one down game. I'm expecting that from a, a, a lead wide receiver every now and then, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, and you're hoping that that is whatever. But if you got Bobby Trees on your roster, you're fucking starting him, bro. Like, because he's heavily fucking targeted. And not only that, you see that the Rams run the run that sweep, and they're giving it to number 17. You know what I'm saying? And as a as a as a Bobby Trees owner, you know what I'm saying, and everything else, bro. Uh, I don't see why the fuck you wouldn't. You would, he's heavily targeted. He's a, a a great route runner. He's 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 been there for the Rams. He's a veteran and he's motherfucking good to go. Like uh, and when and when it comes to Justin Jefferson, um, man, what can what, what what can you say really about this cat? Like you said about some motherfucking uh, slide into the Stefan Diggs role. Um, when you when you see Stefan Diggs, the, immediately what you think of is the the complete wide receiver. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The speed, uh, the power, uh, the route running, uh, you know, techniques that he does. Uh, Justin Jefferson uh, liven up a little bit. Uh, that game that he had without Thielen shot out and he I, I, and he he motherfucker put up. He had a big game and it was because of his route running. It's because of his route running. I, I see how tall he is. He's a big guy, you know what I'm saying? And everything else like that or whatever. But that route running is key and it's against key defenses that you can do it against. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I mean, shit, if you ain't got a, if you ain't got a defensive back or a corner, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that's going to motherfucking sit up here and jam you or, or, or try to cheat a little bit, grab you by the Jersey. I've seen Justin Jefferson in those positions that cats are trying to cheat on him. He's still catching the ball. That's a dog in my I was, motherfucking I was just, I was just about to say, Brody, like as far as contested catches go, He's up that's there, what, man. Yeah, that's a dog in, in that category. Yeah, absolutely. Motherfuckers are going to be like, oh, this is Justin Jefferson. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro, we going to have to dog him a little bit. We going to have to motherfucking, uh, you know, cheat on him a little bit. We going to let the refs decide this shit. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that he could get through that and still catch balls, 
the fact I'm impressed with his yak though too. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm impressed with his yards after carry. I'm impressed. I mean, you know, I'm impressed with that shit, bro. Like he's he's an a, a, an animal, bro. He's somebody that's gonna motherfucking catch the ball and he's gonna try to do everything that he can, depending on game script, to motherfucking get where he's at. So I agree with Brody right there, bro. Like it was Robert Woods, Justin Jefferson. If you got him and you ain't starting him, go fuck yourself. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm just playing. Play. Straight up, man. <laughs> let's let's talk. Okay, let's get into our wide receivers, and let me go with my first. Scary Terry, bro. Terry McLaurin. It doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. This motherfucker is a beast. This guy runs all the routes, short routes, medium. You know. Those, you know, intermediate routes, those freaking big play routes. This dude is, is just a machine, bro. And he catches the ball. He's got great hands. Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, whoever's throwing Kyle Alley, whoever's throwing him that rock, dude's producing and that target share. You know, that target share, like you, you were talking about Keenan Allen. Bro, this guy gets that target share over there with the Washington. Watch yourselves, man. You be killing it over there. And the dude can pop off, pop off at any moment. He's got the 49ers up this week. Richard Sherman is already having nightmares about him. Then they got the Seahawks the week after, the worst pass defense in the NFL. Then you play the Panthers defense, who they've been falling off a little bit. They're still good, but they, they, they're not as good as they were earlier in the year. Scary Terry is that guy. You gotta follow the target share, especially when you can match that up, match that up with talent. Talent, target share, dude's a weapon. Scary Terry, that's my guy. That's my first receiver that I have for you guys. The next receiver I have for y'all, somebody you like a lot, actually. CD Lamb from the Dallas Cowboys, man. I, I know this is your guy. I had to get him though. Uh, we, we kind of talk about. I mean, it's good to talk about those receivers you throw in there without thinking, you know, like it's it's nice. You know, if you got Devontae Adams, if you have Keenan Allen, if you have Scary Terry, you just throw him in there. But CeeDee Lamb is somebody that just a few weeks ago, me and you were talking and we're like, man, bro, I, I don't know if I can start him. I don't know if I can start him. I feel iffy with the quarterback situation, even if Andy Dalton comes back before he got injured, he was hot garbage. And, and we, me and you, we were talking about this. But the thing is, he's getting the targets again, bro. 22 targets the last three games. I'll take that. I'll take that all day. And, and, and Andy Dalton loves his slot receivers. He's been doing that. He In Cincinnati, he was doing that. Shout out Tyler Boyd. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been doing that. CeeDee Lamb, somebody you got to follow the targets. The matchups are the Cincinnati Bengals, then the 49ers, then the Eagles. All of these teams are beatable through that slot, which is primarily where CeeDee Lamb plays out of, where he beasts out of, where he does his, all the damage, and that's where Dalton looks. It's, I think it's pretty safe to say, bro, like, he, you know, when, when you talk about quarterbacks, when they feel the pressure, when they're in trouble, and they're looking for that one target, CeeDee Lamb is Dalton's guy. So that's the second wide receiver I have. So Scary Terry and CeeDee Lamb, bro. How you feeling and who are your guys? Uh bro, loving them picks, bro. Uh scary Terry, bro. He's a he's a man in Washington, bro. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Watch There's yourself. a reason why they call you there's a 
There's a reason why they call you Scary Terry. Thanks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like F1. You know what I'm saying, bro? He's he's getting off, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, he, uh, oh, everybody's like, oh, he had a rough game. Oh, whatever. You know, everybody loves to talk shit, bro. Washington, just you're coming off a big game, beating the Steelers. Huge game. That's 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 telling you the type of caliber team that Washington. Run. Yeah, River shout out to Riverboat Ron, man. Beating oh, yeah. cancer and then coming out here beating an undefeated team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro, like, hey, that's that's huge. And it does wonders for the Washington watch yourselves morale. Hey. Bro, you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy, bro. It, it, that, that that hey, I don't care if I was a mad losing team, bro. I beat an undefeated team, the morale is through the fucking roof, Hell bro. Right. Where they know that they're an elite team, and they're no they, they that that causes them to think, bro. We just beat an undefeated team. Um, next season, bro, we're gonna come on. We're gonna be dogs. Watch out for the Washington watch. It's great that we that we put that that name. Washington, watch yourself. Watch out in the field next season yeah, saying, because bro. the because the Washington watch yourselves are coming for your ass. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I That's might just thing. take scary. I, I, don't give a I fuck. might just That's take scary Terry as my first pick in fantasy. Oh, fantasy! Man. You know, <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who you got? Who you? Oh wait, oh, it's, oh let's oh, talk about God. your guy though, because no, no. <laughs> hey, bro, it's CD Lamb. <laughs> See, let's hey, let's just keep it 100. So, like I said, we had these conversations where we were like, "Damn, there's no Dak Prescott, bro. I'm I'm gonna have to sit CD CD Lamb and see what he does." Does whatever, and the thing is, what I really want to point out is that touchdown that he had, where he had to look one way, and then he had to look the other, and then he had to contort his entire body to go ahead and make that touchdown. That is rough to make, but anybody who is anybody who Michael Irving endorses, yes, yes, not only to wear the number eight eight for the yes. team that you played for, but to go ahead and endure, you know and play the position that you played, that's a big ups to CD Lamb, bro. Yeah. And 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 Andy Dalton, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's he's it's an assurance call. Uh Andy Dalton is 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 becoming comfortable in the position. He is finding out that hey, I got CD Lamb, a great rookie player who can motherfucking go ahead and make these incredible catches. Um, uh, be looking for him, bro. That shit is outstanding, bro. He had a. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind. Hey, you know Remember what, the Hail Mary? Oh, the oh Hail my Mary. God, bro! He I was mad. Slipped, slipped. He right gives him a chance, like, though, dude. He gives him a chance, bro. No bullshit. You yeah. gotta love that. At and least you he know what? Takes his I, shots I, with him. I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. I think the reason why he dropped that pass is because there was veterans in his wake right there. So he was like, oh, you 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 gonna catch her or I'm gonna catch it. He didn't fully commit to that catch. He didn't fully commit to it. And if he was like, nigga, I'm the top dog, and he would have went up there and got that shit and took it down and just say whatever, like fuck it. I think he was worried about what the fuck he was gonna have to deal with in the locker room after that. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever, whatever it was. Because you got Michael Gallup and you got Amari Cooper over there. You know what I'm saying? But two veterans. You know I'll say this, but whatever it was, Dalton gave him a chance. And that's saying a lot. If the quarterback is willing to give you a chance as a rookie to make that type of play, bro, 
I love CeeDee Lamb. This guy has such a bright future, bro. Don't you have – do you have him in Dynasty? Do you or no? I th- do you try to make – I know. I think you try to make a trade for him or something. Do you have him I or did. no? I got him. I got him. Oh, you got him. Look at you. You over there like, I'm over here trying to figure out if you got him or not. You I know, got I'm him, over I got here, him I'm in my other like, Dynasty. Week 14, week 15, week 16, I'm trying to figure out where where – I'm gonna slide him in depending on matchups. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking. We'll, it is we'll talk. It we'll is. talk offline. We'll talk. Oh yeah. Offline. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, right. I, for wide receivers, Brody. Uh, at first, uh, I got Antonio Brown. Um, now if we're looking at matchups, we got Tampa Bay facing Minnesota, Atlanta, and Detroit. Now, if I'm thinking about any games that Tampa Bay is probably gonna be playing from behind, it's probably just gonna be Minnesota. I just I expect them to, to to be ahead on Atlanta, and I expect them to be ahead on Detroit. Atlanta's kind of like a toss-up to me. You know what I'm saying? Because Matt Ryan might come out there, depending on how Julio Jones and all that other bullshit, you know what I'm saying, Every uh, how that plays out. But uh, we're looking at Mike, Mike Evans. Uh, I'm hearing, you know, hamstring issues. I'm hearing – I don't know how that's going to affect everything. Godwin's still dealing with the finger shit, but he's, he's 100%. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So other than that, we got Gronkowski, but we have the definitive ace there. Antonio Brown is the ace. He's the ace. And I think in emergency situations, Antonio Brown tends to get hyped up and fucking against these defenses. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like Antonio Brown is going to be a, hey, let's turn on, let turn it on. Playoff mode. Let's get there. I didn't come to this team. I, I mean, shit. Antonio Brown's probably. I'm just glad to be playing for any team. But a team that actually can maybe to the Super Bowl and I can motherfucker become a Super Bowl motherfucking champ. No, let's yeah. turn it on. You know what I'm saying? Antonio Brown's got that drive. He's a competitor, bro. And that's what I love about that nigga. You know what I'm saying? He has like, something to prove. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then for him to be, you know, with TB12 and all that other shit. I don't know why he's not outshining everybody else right now, though, too. You know what I mean? But I think come in these in these key weekends, if you're an Antonio Brown owner, um, it's uh I have to say, uh, against wide receivers like uh like your 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 uh T Higgins or you know what I'm saying, who who who's had up and down games ever yeah. since their quarterback's been out. Yeah, you you see what I'm trying to say, uh, uh Smoker J. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, is against, against wide receivers that you had that are like, oh, I'm solid for the rest of the season, but they lost their fucking quarterback. And you're like, oh, shit, who the fuck do I start? You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady's always a shooing as long as he can motherfucking throw accurate passes and not sitting up in your, you know, he's, pick six. He's got a nice floor. Antonio Brown's got a nice right. floor as far as targets go. Just a couple not, games. Not only that, that's a couple matchups. Those matchups, crazy. And, and just a couple games ago, he had 13 targets in a game. Like, are you kidding yeah. me, bro? Like, it, like you just said, if you have a T. Higgins or one of these receivers that are a little bit banged up or even like a Tyler Boyd on your roster and you're iffy about that God awful Finley throwing him the ball. You're like, you know what? I got Antonio Brown right here. Tom Brady is throwing him that rock. Bro, why not? It's a post. Let's get it. Let's get it. Exactly, bro. Who's your next guy, though, man? Uh, My next guy is Cooper Cup. And I don't give a fuck what anybody motherfucker says, bro. It's just, it's it's those guys in the league. And you notice who they are. 
They're the Cooper Cups. They're the uh 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 man fuck. It's just <laughs> cats that cats that are just motherfucking catching that that motherfucking ball. Like what Julian Edelman used to mean to Tam, you know, to to uh to Tom Brady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like hey, just reliable, reliable receivers. Hey, dude, I, yeah. Cooper Cup is fucking mad reliable. And not only that, I think in a in a in a week weeks week uh 15 and week 16, we got New York Jets and we got the Seattle, we got Seattle. Run him up. Cooper, Cooper oh, Cup has God. been Cooper Cup has been mad consistent, dog. Like, hey, I don't care what anybody says. I'm not giving you wide receivers that everybody else would think they're like, oh man, let me go ahead. I'm not giving you that shit. I mean, if you got a Cooper Cup, you're a Cooper Cup owner, you're like, ah, I'm finna yeah, start him. Cooper sure. Cup, uh, 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 Jared Goff, Cooper Cup is Josh Allen's, Cole Beasley. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking, that's just. But better, but better. But better, but better. Right, yes. exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's. it's Cole it's Beasley's balling like out. Shout out Cole Beasley, bro. That Shout out Cole Beasley. Because it was hard for me not to, you know what I'm saying? I was like, that, oh, hey, that's another. I'm hey, gonna put there, Cole Beasley. There's a little bonus one for you guys. Cold Beasley, bro. Motherfucker's balling right now, dog. I'm telling you, bro. Because, I, I mean, I, I, anything after the Buffalo's wide receivers is motherfucker Stephon Diggs and maybe, what, McKenzie? Uh, John Brown is motherfucker John Brown's injured, but so he might come IR. back. He might come back. Gabriel Davis might come back. nice. Hey, man, we're dropping dimes over here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro, it is what it is. But Cooper Cup, bro. Hmm. If you're, you're if you're a Bobby Trees owner, you're like, oh shit, I might lose a lot to motherfucking Cooper Cup owners. You know what I'm saying? I've been that I've been in that position before. But Cooper Cup is just like it's just ah, we're gonna uh, those tight three, you know, uh, oh I'm gonna get those sideline touches and everything else like that. There was one time that I think the dude was targeted like I don't know how many fucking times in the fucking game. Sweetness was like, damn, fucking Cooper Cup is fucking killing me, dog. Like, you're going to find him because his route tree and the way yeah. he runs routes is insane, bro. Sean McVay knows how to use his guys, bro. Like, straight up. He does. And he doesn't have he that maximizes. kind of game every single time. But he always putting up 13 or better, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hell He's eating, yeah. bro. So, man, Antonio Brown at wide receiver and Cooper Cup. Are uh, my safe plays for motherfucking the rest of the playoffs? And I love it. You know, if you guys disagree, you disagree. Go ahead and motherfucking give us a shout out. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck yeah, it, hey, I'll give you fuck. know we we ain't never you know. Hey man, we love. I the, never opposed we, the we, shit. We love the criticism, the constructive criticism, all that. More importantly, though, if you guys if you guys have any start questions, we're gonna put this up. Obviously, it's gonna be posted on our Instagram. Make sure you guys put them in the comments. Any questions or send the DMs through. We got your guys back. Let's keep this shit rocking. We're going with the running backs. Let's go with Renegades running backs first. Bear the fuck down. David Montgomery is the first running back we're going to talk about. And motherfuckers heating up. Monty Burns himself is heating the fuck up, man. Right on time. Dude's got matchups versus the Texans, the second worst running um, rushing defense. Then the Minnesota Vikings and then the Jacksonville Jaguars, bro. So, those are some nice matchups. If you have Monty, you're firing him up. Don't even think twice. That's a motherfucking no-brainer right there. You want to talk about no-brainers, though. Let's talk about Derrick Henry. K-9 
King Henry, another one that Renegade has. Matchups versus the Jaguars, the Lions, and the Packers. All three of those defenses are within the worst five rushing defenses in the NFL. If you have King Henry, and you're not, I mean, I don't even know. Bro, you're starting him. They're like, just come on, man. Like, of course. King Henry and Matsi. You got anything to say about those two, Brody? Or are you good? Bro, if I'm looking at it, I'm hoping that the Bears realize like how we realize and the Bears bruising the bros that motherfucking Monty is motherfucking straight reliable. Yeah. Every single time. Um, he showed that he can rip off big runs. He showed that he can juke. He showed that he can do whatever. You know what I'm saying? As long as the O-line is opening up a little bit of a gap, you know, he doesn't need that big of a gap. But if you give him somewhat of a gap, you know, he's good to go. As long as the O-line is sitting up there doing what they got to do, Monty's going to do what he's got to do. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Take my niggas out to go to the Sizzler, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I'm Monty, I'm taking my, my O-line to the Sizzler, bro. I'm getting them a rib rack. I'm getting them whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go ahead and hold out. But then you got Derrick Henry. That's a no fucking brainer, bro. This is King Henry, bro. The king of punishing defenses, of wearing a defense down. Yep. Like, if you got Derrick Henry in your backfield and I'm a linebacker, I'm like, I don't know if the ball's going to him, gents. I don't know if he's going to him. I don't know whether the blitz or not. You know what I'm saying, bro? Derrick Henry gets his yardage and he gets his touchdowns. It is what it is. That's a fucking no-brainer off top, bro. That's a no-brainer. All right. Let's get into sweetnesses, running backs. And the first one, I love it because it's a running back that is not one of those, like, smash play. From the Washington, watch yourself. Watch yourselves. <laughs> a motherfucking weasel himself, J.D. McKissick, got 10 targets last week, had 10 catches for 70 yards, bro. I mean, this fucking guy getting double-digit targets as a running back. And it's fucked up to say Antonio Gibson's injured, bro. He's not going to be able to play. So that only boosts J.D. McKissick, honestly. So that's a great, great call. Sweetness. Love that. Next guy he has is Aaron Jones from the goddamn Packers. And, you know, I mean, we can't argue that. The matchups are the Lions the Panthers, and the Titans the next three weeks. All three of these defenses, rushing defenses, are in the worst eighth. Worst eighth, or my bad, bottom eight in the NFL. So, yeah, man, that's where we're at with that. Aaron Jones, of course, you're starting him. And I love the McKissick call from the Washington. Watch yourselves. So, how you feeling about those two, brody? Well, my homeboy sweetness is making that motherfucker sense, boy. You know what I'm saying? McKissick, obviously, with Gibson out, we already seen what the target share could look like with Gibson in. I know it's turned down a little bit after two weeks because I was a McKissick owner, and I dropped him after that. But then after I heard the motherfucking Gibson news, I was like, oh, why the <laughs> fuck did I motherfucking <laughs> drop my guy? It was like a fumble rooski. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, shit. Oh. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like you were giving, like you, you were running with a diamond, the motherfuckers to try to fucking get you. You know what I'm saying? And you fucking fumbled that shit. But JD McKissick, bro, he's 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 outstanding, bro. And that's that that just goes to attest to you to 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 the Washington football team, uh, uh trying to come out, you know, to have an Antonio Gibson and then JD McKissick as a toss up. These guys should be in a different, very different scenario. Of what the fuck they are now? 
And I think once they figure it out and their play calling becomes a little bit better, better and, uh, you know, and, and, and they find their identity as a team, um, uh, they're going to be smoking fucking hot next year, bro. Like, like I will watch out for the Washington. Watch yourselves. And <laughs> that, team, that team is kind of fun to watch, bro. Like, I'm they're good, bro. They're deep. They, honestly, bro, they, they've given a tough time to tough teams. Straight up. Everybody that you hey, thought. They ain't no like, hoes, oh, bro. They, they are. They, 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 I've been, they I've been that guy. Right. This, I've been that guy this year. Like, oh, I got a wide receiver. They're going against Washington. And they're like, uh, oh, well, Washington's, uh, you know, Washington's defense is pretty, pretty solid, bro. You know, and I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, nah, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is, bro. And then motherfucking, uh, to have Aaron Jones, um, Aaron Jones has always, always, always been a dog, bro. You know, my man's just showing up to motherfucking games and a sombrero. He think he Floyd Mayweather. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, dog, hey, Aaron Jones. Uh, uh, um, I think he's got a not an easy schedule, but it's mediocre. Oh, it's it's good. Uh, you oh, know what I'm saying? Three of those it's, teams it's, it's are good. bottom eight in in rushing defense. So fire him up. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That he's 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 motherfucking he's gonna eat he's gonna eat your Jamal Williams owners y'all gonna eat too you know what I'm saying like fucking it is what it is bro yep. fucking uh I, I I give it to him Eric Jones is another one of my no brainers that motherfucking guy but Hell yeah who you who you who you got on the list there Brody bro you who know you got I gotta keep it going I was on the hype train probably one of the one of the biggest um. Instagram accounts. I was talking about this guy, and we see why recently, bro. And that's Drizzy, man. Drizzy Drake, Kenyon Drake. He's been picking it up the last few weeks, punching in those touchdowns, getting the targets too. At the beginning of the year, he was only getting one, two targets per game. Now, the last three games, he's had nine catches, three catches per game. He's getting involved more in the passing game. He's punching. The rock in from the motherfucking goal line, doing his thing, and you know honestly, bro, Drake is with, with Kyler Murray's injury too, and I know like, it, I know at the beginning of the year Murray was taking a lot of those touchdowns away. I told a lot of people on actually the homie Bogart Scott Free show. Shout out Bo, Bo Jeezy of the GMM Network. If you guys are not following him, make sure to give him a follow. But on his show, I said this. Early in the year, I was like, man, it's looking bad for Drake right now. I get it. But at some point in time, the defenses are going to adjust to Kyler Murray. They're going to adjust. And all those rushing touchdowns that Kyler Murray is getting, they're going to go to Drake. That's what's going to happen. And we've, we're have we seeing it happen right before our eyes, bro. Like, not to pat, up my, not to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyways. I was fucking right about that. Four touch, four rushing touchdowns in the last three games, bro. Kenyon Drake is money right now. If you have him, that's a no-brainer. You start him. This is a 20-touch guy. Pause. 20 touch touches per game, right? Motherfucker's getting all that action. Kyler Murray needs him just as much as Drake needs Murray. They feed off each other. Matchups are the Giants, the Eagles, then the Niners. The matchups aren't the best, but one thing's for sure. Kyler Murray, the way he throws that ball, the way he leaves the defenses honest when it comes to that read option, that only helps Drake. So Kenyon Drake's the first guy I have. 
The second guy I have, I got to go with a rookie here. Another rookie that I like, Jonathan Taylor, bro. Jonathan Taylor, as of late, man, he's been ripping the shit out of defenses. The last two games, 90-plus rushing yards. Plus, on top of that, seven targets for seven catches for 68 yards and a touchdown. He's getting involved heavy. Jonathan Taylor's next matchups are the Raiders, who just got ripped a new one by motherfucking Ty Johnson. Who? Ty Johnson, yes. And then they got the Texans after that. Then they finish off with the Steelers. Jonathan Taylor is getting the snap share. He's, it's coming up, and he's getting the motherfucking opportunity. Behind that offensive line, Phillip Rivers is a little banged up right now. They got to rely on that running game. So that's where I'm at with it, man. Drizzy Drake and Jonathan Taylor, bro. How you feeling? I'm digging it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro. Hey, uh, Kenny Drake, bro. Hey, coming off the injury, bro. Niggas yeah. been clutch. I didn't even mention injury. You're right. Clutch. Right. Hey, coming off the injury, he's been clutch. Um, you know, you don't want nobody to take in his spot, bro. And he's he's been in there. Hey, crazy Excuse thing. Me. Crazy thing about that that whole thing. I, I don't know if you um I don't know if I talked to you about this, but that whole thing with Drake and his injury during that time, his mom like hit him up and said, Hey, the way you've been running, you've been running scared. She told him. She's like, You're not hitting the hole and running hard. You're overthinking things. What's wrong with you? You're not running the way you're supposed to run. This is his mom. Telling him this, bro. Ever since the then, same. he's been balling out. Bro, I love that. If shout out, mom. Shout out, mom. Shout out, mama Drake. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if there's one thing, you don't want the coaches in your ass, but guarantee you don't want your own family <laughs> you member in your ass. Hey, mom's like, been bro, watching like, him hey, play since a young age. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he's the one that probably put him in, you know. Uh, and, and 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 big props to bombs, you know what I'm saying, Hell like yeah. bro. But Drizzy coming off of the motherfucking injury and everything else, though the stability that I've seen, everything else that I've seen, I expect to see a different Arizona Cardinals team for the rest of the season, though. Uh, what are they six and six right now? I think. Yeah. Uh, they're six and six. Yeah. So, like I told you before, when it came to the motherfucking whole uh, uh quarterback thing, um. The bro, if 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 motherfucking old boy, you know what I'm saying, is not in the motherfucking, you know, in the in the quarterback room or and not in the quarterback room, but you know, talking to the whole team, like, hey, this is what we gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we gotta do in order to motherfucking dog it out and make it to the motherfucking playoffs and become, you know, being a super super bowl contention. You know what I'm saying? Like, these niggas are gonna be all out playing, bro. And like, this is the thing. Like, this is what I love about late in the season, winter time, uh, 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 teams that are in the hunt, or or or, or teams that haven't seen it yet. Uh, they're dogging out. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be playing as hard as possible, bro. And I love it. I love the Kenyon Drake uh, thing because uh, his mom's like, hey, you know, hey, your team, your your, your team's six and six. And if I'm mama, if I'm mama Drake, I'll be like, y'all six and six. And you know why, baby? Because it's not you. It's not you. You're not doing what you got to do. You know? <laughs> you and know playing for a contract. And playing for a contract oh, on top of that. Shit. On top. On the contrary. Yes, on sir. the contrary. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking, hey, they, that's how it goes, bro. So uh, you, you expect them to be dogging out. Um, 
Shit. Oh, you said Jonathan Taylor for your yeah. second one, yeah? Yes, sir. So the thing is, is that man, it's been it's been crazy. Um, I'm not gonna sit up in here. It's been a roller coaster. Uh, sure. If any, you got Jonathan, Taylor. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You didn't know. You're like, oh fuck, Naheem Hines, and then, you know, after Naheem Hines get up, you see Jonathan Taylor with the most touches. Like it's been crazy. I'm like. Damn, you know, I'm over here picking waiver wire picks. I'm picking Naheem Hines up for waiver wire picks, but I'm seeing Jonathan Taylor in there, motherfucking, you know, 75% of the time. Like, it's insane, bro. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, is that I think the the, the, the kid has shown that he's able to uh, to dog it out. He's able to do what he's got to do. Who's his opponents for the next couple of weeks? For Jonathan Taylor, I got you. Uh, this week, he's got um, the Raiders, who just got ripped a new one by a motherfucking Ty Johnson. After that, the next Oof. matchup, Houston, the second worst rushing defense. Week 16, championship week, it's a tough one versus the Steelers. But my thing is this, you know, they're, they're, the, they're the second best rushing defense. My thing is this, though. If you are in position in week 16... And you have Jonathan Taylor there. And after, hopefully, he... I mean, if you're there, obviously, he played good. I think they're going to continue to feed him that rock. And this offensive line, they're no fluke, bro. They're legit. So, you got to play him at that point simply because of touches. He's going to get all of that. And they need him to win. This this team, make no mistake about it, die. They want to play defense. They want to control... Time of possession. That's what they want to do. That's why he drafted him, bro. That's exactly. Yeah, I like it. Hey, hey, you know what? And I got to get the the Colts that 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 time of possession and the way they control the clock and what they're doing over there is is phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like they just know the the sport of football down to the teeth, down down to the tactical level of what it takes to motherfucking win. In case everybody's not putting out 100% or they're not blowing out their opponent. You know what I mean? Like, and I, that's really smart. And it's, it's crazy. It's something to look for, I look out for in the AFC South. Um, Jonathan Taylor, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you know, I'm very comfortable with putting them in, uh, especially if you've been de- dealing with injuries at the running back position, bro. Like, it's Joe nuts. Mixon. You, 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 Joe Mixon. Uh, uh, you got Josh Jacobs in the mix yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's insane, bro. You got you got a lot of you got a lot of motherfucking running backs that are in there. But if if I'm gonna put anybody in or rely on anybody in, in you know uh, better than a, a a a handcuff, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know I, I had Josh Jacobs. I'm not gonna lie to you, people. I had Josh Jacobs. I started Devontae Booker. Not really nothing there. But if I had a Jonathan Taylor to go ahead and take his place. You damn right. I was gonna put him in there, you know. Oh, yeah. Other than that, you know oh, yeah. what I mean. So you know that's 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 big, bro. You know. So I'm with it though. You know what I'm saying. I'm with them picks. Shit. Yes, uh, sir. If we're ready to get into mines, um, yeah, everybody waiting. Let's go, cause we know we know, the, <laughs> we know. Hey, one thing's for sure, bro. One thing is for sure with the running backs. I mean, usually I'm like running back heavy. And if you look, it's crazy because in our main money league, bro, I'm super running back heavy and it didn't work out for me somehow, some way. I don't even, I I still can't explain it, but 
But, you know, at the end of the day, like, if you got running backs, you should be straight. Let's talk about your running backs, though, bro. Let, let, let's go. Let's give the people some more running backs, some more plays that they should feel comfortable with when it comes to the playoff schedule. All right. And my first running back, and I've, I've been – I've been hawking at this, like, not all season, but at least until the time that motherfucking buddy got hurt. Already. Devontae Freeman got hurt. Already. And it's fucking Wayne Gallman. That's your guy. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't give a fuck if Devontae Freeman comes back in there with the (laughs) biggest dick of all. Who? Ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Gallman is going to have that fucking position if he keeps running the way he is. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, oh, man. If Alfred Blue, if Alfred Blue, uh, 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 you know, didn't come in and vulture those two touchdowns, uh, Wayne Gallman would have had so much more. This was his first motherfucking rushing game that was over 100 yards. But the cat has been consistent, super fucking consistent. It has been insane. The Giants are motherfucking, hey, Luigi. Nah, <laughs> how fine! <laughs> I can't even show you what, what motherfucking my Brody showing me right now. But fucking Wayne Gallman's been on fucking Luigi mode. I don't give a fuck what anybody's motherfucking been saying, bro. Hey, if you had Wayne Gallman, and uh, uh, this is big for you, uh, Christian McCaffrey, um, Nick Chubb, uh, Austin Eckler, uh, Austin Eckler owners who have uh, had to deviate to uh, uh, running backs that you didn't know we're going to do it. But hopefully you've been paying attention to the show and hopefully, because I know a couple of times Wayne Gallman, Wayne Gallman has been my waiver wire pick of the, uh, of the week, you know, in past few weeks. Uh, I know I haven't been on the show for a while, but he's been there. You know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> but, you know, hey, Wayne Gallman is huge. And I don't give a fuck about Devontae Freeman. Like, and not to say that he's not a good back, but I think even him coming back, uh, if the New York Giants head coach is going to sit up here and, and, and goddamn, if the New York Giants uh, fucking head coach is going to sit up here and be like, oh, hey, Galvin, hey, go ahead and take a back seat. Devontae Freeman got this. Like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. They've, they've been winning. The Giants have been winning. Their, their defense has become a, a, a way more better than what the fuck they have been. And Wayne Gallman is 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 motherfucking. It's Wayne Gallman season over there in New York, bro. And and, and if you're not starting him after the fact, like, and it could be that way. Uh, there's been so many drafts that I've seen the seventh and eighth pick or seventh, eighth, ninth pick. Uh, cats been cats were, went wide receiver heavy, and you have those running backs that got injured, and you're wondering like, hey, what the fuck can I do to compete? Wayne Gallman has been giving you that that cushion, that cushion. He's been giving you that cushion. If you've been that guy who took the Mike Davis off of the uh, the waiver wire to replace your Christian McCaffrey, um, and and you you were all of a sudden like, hey, you know what, Devontae Freeman's hurt. Let me take a shot on Wayne Gallman, and you got Mike Davis and Wayne Gallman, bro. Like, hey, you're good to go. I just want to say one thing real quick, bro. Before before you keep it going, on to your next one. You are one of the biggest Wayne Gallman people. Anybody on Instagram, anybody that I talk to outside of Instagram, you told me, you're like, hey, bro, 
I'm telling you right now, Wayne Gallman, he's going to get the reps. He's going to get the touches. He ain't no hope. He's going to produce. He's going to make, he's going to be reliable. Gallman season, baby. I, I looked at you and I was like, man, dog, like, to me, that sounds crazy. It sounds weird. Like, I never, ever thought I would hear somebody say that. But you told me that, bro. You legit told me that. And you made you made me a believer, bro. Like, straight up. Like, Wayne Gallman, he ain't no hoe. That motherfucker is hungry, bro. He's hungry. Straight up. And you know what? And, and, I gotta give honestly, you props. You I know, have to give you props for that shit, bro. You know my, you know, you know my, you know my, my favorite running backs is running backs that run with a purpose. And with it, with that being said, I have to bring up my next running back, and that is Raheem Mostert. Mm-hmm. Raheem Mostert. Another, I, I know everybody's like Raheem Mostert. He only put up five or whatever. Man, fuck that. He's got Washington. The Washington watch yourselves, and he's got Dallas, and he's got Arizona. Bro, the 49ers, bro, like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says about the 49ers, bro. For a t- I think that that's the team who suffered the most during the 2020 season. Oh, yeah. Honestly. And we talk about Debo. He's, he's motherfucking. talk about motherfucking. Uh, um, Jimmy Wapo. You talk about George Kittle. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of factors, mostly on the offense, but then even if you flip it to the defense, I mean, they lost Richard Sherman for for a good part of the year, and I know Richard Sherman isn't exactly what he used to be back in the days, but he's still a leader on that defense, bro. It's a big thing to lose a leader of your defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is, bro. Richard Sherman, he's not what he was back in the days in Seattle. You know what I'm saying? When it was uh, the Legion of Boom. But he still provides that defensive, you know, um, captain type of shit, bro. And that leadership that you need, bro. Yeah, nobody has suffered more than the 49ers, bro, in this whole entire season, bro. I, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Like, bro, you've had and the running backs, yeah. The 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 running backs, the yeah. tight ends, the motherfucking the, the the defensive schemes. Nobody has done it, but the 49ers are no joke. And for a team to still have the record that they have for the shit that they've been through is impressive. You know what I'm saying? And Raheem Mostert coming back and still running downhill the way he's running, bro, it's insane. Bro, I love the way that man runs. He runs with no with, with no goddamn motherfucking conscience. Like, fuck love that, it. I'm running into you. I'm going to bounce off of you. I'm gonna run I love those you. running backs. And love I love that backs. shit. I love that shit. I love that shit about him, and, 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 and it's great. You know what I'm saying? All I want is for that shit to motherfucking be, you know, uh, in the purpose, which is which is the reason why I have uh, Rahi Mostert in a motherfucking lineup the way I have him, bro. Oh, um, like I said, he plays Washington. It's a tough defense. He's going to play Dallas, who's a little bit weaker. And then he's going to play Arizona, who's 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 around that same area. Bro, honestly, I think that you know what I'm saying Raheem Mostert is gonna motherfucking sit up in here and, and prove he's he's gonna get you that 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 twelve to you know twelve and up field. The you floor, know what I'm saying? The floor is nice, right? When you have a floor that you're comfortable with, where it's double digit, and then you have the massive upside because we've seen this guy pop off plays, bro. We've seen him do that shit. That Shanahan offense is a real thing. 
simple and plain. And then you got the defense to match with it. You straight. So I love that call. Straight up. Right, real talk, bro. And 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 that shout out the shout out the bogey, bro, because <laughs> hey, the 49 49ers ain't no bitches, bro. Like honestly, bro. To like a a a if the Bears were to look at another team. Come on, bro. Like, I, I, it's crazy, bro. But to look at another team who's gone through more this season than you have, you went through a, a couple quarterback changes, and you had one motherfucking defender that was your key player on defense. Why are you doing? You just let a lot of shit fall apart. And I'm, a, I'm a real Bears fan, and I love my Bears, bro. But at the same time, though, bro. Like, I wish they had that fucking fight in them, like, like the 49ers. Because you were like, oh, yeah, you know what, though? Hey, they're, they, the 49ers are hurt. They're banged up. Nigga, they go in the game and they score first. That's insane. That's insane. coaching. That's coaching. That's coaching like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying, bro? But let's not get into all of that, bro. You, you're you you're you're about to, like, you're about I know, to, Brody. I know. You're about, I know, to, change I know. This whole, bad, you're about to change the whole show. Tight end time. And let's tight talk end about time. the tight ends. <laughs> and let, let's let's talk about Renegade's tight ends first. We talk about Travis Kelsey. I mean, book it, right? Hunter Henry. I mean, if you got Hunter Henry, we know tight ends are scarce. You're starting Hunter Henry. So I'm not even going to elaborate into those two. If you have those two, you're starting them. I mean, who are your options? Kelsey and Henry? I love those two. Let's talk about Sweetness's options. He's talking about Gronk. You hit it on the head earlier. Tom Brady, if there's one thing that's for sure, is he's got that chemistry with Gronk already. So I'm good to go with Gronk. His next guy he's got is Robert Tanyan. And I like that. I like that. I like that because he's not a common name. But he is somebody that's been balling out. He is somebody that has shown his flash throughout the year. And he's shown that he's got some chemistry at Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? So he's definitely sought after. Like after oh, yeah. the fact that 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 Aaron Rodgers, um, he's a he's a quarterback that can motherfucking go from oh the first read to the second read to the third read to the fourth read. Any quarterback that can get to the fourth read before throwing the ball before getting sacked. Um, and your tight end is not if your tight end is not in that motherfucking in in that equation, uh that's insane. But he's fought he he's found uh Tanyan on on a few different occasions and he's found Tanyan wide open too because defenses are not looking for him. They're looking for the Devontae Adams, they're looking for the Marquez Valdez Scantlings, they're looking for the fucking uh Lazards, you know what I'm saying? But you know, it, uh, uh Aaron Rodgers got a plethora to throw through, though to you know to throw to, but you know it is what it is, bro. I I, I like that shit, honestly, bro. I, I really like that shit. I like the Robert Tanyan call and Gronk. Like I said, though, it's it's true for for the all star for the all star receiving core that Tom Brady has to see the floor that Gronkowski has as a tight end. For the Tampa Bay motherfucking Buccaneers, even though uh, what's his name is gone because he's gone with the Achilles, uh, OJ Howard. Yeah, OJ. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, maybe it'd be a little different if OJ Howard was there, but um, he's not. But to see the floor that all these uh, that you know the the ceiling that they can motherfucking go up to, Mike Evans, you're like, oh, yeah, let me get Mike Evans. Oh, let me get Chris Godwin. Oh, let me get an Antonio Brown. 
But to have Gronkowski on that team, it, it's because defenses have, have too much to look for. And the last person they're going to worry about is Gronkowski. You know what I'm saying? So, they're, you know, every everybody does that. And I think that that's the reason why Gronkowski sits up here and and runs the routes that he runs. And, you know, for a big floppy player that he is, <laughs> he still gets up there and he, and he does what he does, bro. He does, man. Uh, he does. What you got, Brody? He does, man. He, he does his thing, and he's somebody you could rely on just because going off of chemistry with uh, motherfucking Brady, so – Definitely for sure he's somebody that's got to be valued, somebody that you got to play if you have him. So let's talk about a couple of tennis that I got for you guys. And maybe they're a little bit low-key. And the first guy up is Eric Ebron from the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> this guy, like, straight up, low-key snuck up on everybody. 11 targets, 11 targets, 7 targets getting seven catches, seven catches, four catches, a touchdown sprinkled in between and 50-plus yards. You're looking at double-digit numbers for a tight end the last few weeks, and actually even more than that. You know, I'm, I'm just looking at the last few weeks, but he's catching touchdowns here and there. Even in games where he's catching two passes, three passes, he's still catching touchdowns. This guy is involved, bro, and his next matchups are bet- – are, with the Buffalo Bills, the fifth worst tight end defense, then the Bengals, the third worst, then championship week, you got the Colts, who are one of the better ones. But once you're at that point, it's the same thing with any other tight end. You're touchdown or bust. You know what I'm saying? So if you get to that point, you're in a good position already. So Eric Ebron is the first tight end I got for you guys. The next one I got, Surprise, surprise, motherfuckers. Bear the motherfucking down. Cole Komet. Cole Komet's getting a snapshot. Simple and plain. Dude is producing. Last game, he had seven receptions, or excuse me, seven targets, five receptions, 30-plus yards, and a touchdown. And it just comes down to this, man. And I know a lot of people, you probably have your tight end set. Maybe. Maybe not. But the last three games, he's at 70% snap share or above. We're talking about 70, 79%. That's 77. That's a lot, bro. Jimmy Graham is being phased out. Cole Komet is being more integrated into the playbook. And for those reasons alone, I got motherfucking Cole Komet up there. Hope you guys, if you guys are hurting at the tight end position, pick up a Cole Komet. Austin Hooper right now, he is... Questionable. It's not a for sure thing he's going to play. So if you have him, pick up a Cole Komet. If you have a George Kittle, you've probably been, you know, mixing and matching with tight ends, kind of like I have been in another league. Pick up a Cole Komet. Somebody that can help you guys out. He will get those targets, especially in the red zone. So that's where I'm at with it. Eric Ebron and Cole Komet, Brody. How you feeling about those two? And who do you got? It's outstanding, bro. Hey, uh, I'll keep it real short and sweet for the tight ends, bro, on your shit, bro. Um, the touchdown upside for them two are fucking high. Bro, and, and that's another thing, bro. The Steelers got mad weapons to throw to. Once again, I bring it to this uh, Gronk philosophy like we do over there in Tampa Bay in the Steelers. Nobody's looking for an Eric Ebron. Nobody's looking for him. 
They're going to put their weakest defender on him. You know what I'm saying? The touchdown upside on Eric Ebron is insane. It's nuts. You know what I'm saying? And the same thing for a Cole Komet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know, I know he scored. He ran into the motherfucking goddamn, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying, into the, <laughs> the hallway, into the locker room, down the deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's great. Cole Komet, um, I'm thinking he's having a great season, you know what I'm saying, decent season. Uh, letting letting the Bears organization know what they got in the tight end. And, um, you know, shout out to Mike Dicka, one of the best tight ends to ever motherfucking do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out the motherfucking the big Dicka. <laughs> bro, you know what I'm saying? You know, we worship him over here in the shy, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know. You know, the guy who will treat any coach be like, hey, you know what? You know what you're going to call? You ain't going to call any more offensive plays. You know what? <laughs> Don't worry. You're done. <laughs> Straight up. You know? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, Cole Komet, bro, I, I I got high hopes for the cat and the motherfucking I, – I like him at the motherfucking tight end position for sure. Um, Going into my tight ends, uh, I got TJ Hawkinson, bro. Um, That's been your guy too. And and bro, yeah. like honestly, I've I've had this cat. You've had hey man, you got some year. gems. You got some gems like a motherfucker. Imagine last if year. you would have started. Imagine if you would have started your Instagram page before the year started, bro. Right. You hit some motherfuckers on the head, bro. Straight up. Right, right bro. I I'm I playing this same one. Before and and ladies and gentlemen, before T.J. Hawkinson, I had Evan Ingram. I'm not gonna lie to you gonna put it out here and you know saying like i had him in my roster um i had a lot of injuries that went down so i had to give up an evening room you know what i'm saying in order you know but i kept tj hawkinson and i wasn't i wasn't mad bro the cat has been super consistent and i don't give a fuck who he's going against uh the guy's a great rock runner he's huge He's big out there for Matthew Stafford. Shout out Georgia Bulldogs, bro. Um, he's a huge target. Matthew Stafford loves him, bro. Matthew Stafford loves him. You know what I mean? And 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 looking forward to the way way the the, the Detroit Lions are gonna play. Um, getting uh uh DeAndre Swift back, maybe we'll be able to motherfucking go ahead and uh. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and spread that ball out a little bit more. But you know, with no with no Galladay, you know, only having Marvin Jones, you know, I was expecting I was expecting Marvin Jones to have more of a stellar season than what the fuck he's having compared to, to Galladay being gone. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And as soon as they cut Marvin Hall, you know what I'm saying? I was like, what the fuck is going on here? You know what I'm saying? Like and the Who's only this? person, the only person Who's that's been consistent this? on the Lions, the only person that been that's been consistent at the Lions is TJ Hawkinson on that offense. You know what I mean? So yeah. TJ Hawkinson has been motherfucking outstanding. And then for my 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 second, my second, <laughs> I know you I know you'll be like, thanks, Brody, but my second motherfucking goddamn pick is Mike is sicky, baby boy. You know what I'm saying? I know me and Brody over here smoking Jay in the motherfucking dynasty league. I needed a quarterback at the time to replace Josh Allen because I had Sam Darnold, who 
had mono part two. I don't know what the fuck he had. <laughs> yeah, mono part two. He had sand in the clit. I don't know what the fuck was going on. But, uh, you know, I had to give up Mike Gesicki for uh, Cam Newton. Uh, but looking at Mike Gesicki's schedule, we got Kansas City, we got New England, and then we got, um, I want to say Las Vegas. Yeah, it's Las Vegas. Um, they got they got motherfucking the Raiders. Um, I think that, that you know, at, here's the thing: with Fitz Magic in the pocket, with Fitz Magic in the motherfucking backfield, Gasicki was getting that work. Um, when Tua came into the picture, Gasicki's motherfucking level went down. But when Fitz came back into the picture, you know what I'm saying? Gasicki started getting that work again, but with Tua back in there too. Now he's still getting that work again. Yeah. They notice, they notice that Gasicki is a valuable target. Mm -hmm. He's valuable. He's valuable. You know what I mean? He's a part uh, of the game plan. No, right, doubt. right. You know what I'm saying? Like in the yeah. Dolphins, bro, their Dolphins, bro. Hey, hey I'm rooting for him. Shout out Brian Flores. I'm one of those shout guys. Out Brian Flores. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out Honduras. You know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> Shout out Honduras, bro, for real, nigga. Like, yeah. hey, bro, like, hey, the Miami, my, the Miami Dolphins, bro, like, a hey, for a team superior. They were going stellar for 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 turn, turnovers on that defense, and then having the offense that they have, bro. Like, um, they're they're a team to watch out for, and fucking, I love the Miami Dolphins. But coming to the tight end situation, like we're talking about now, I think that Tua understands. That eight, hey, you know what? Mike Kosicki is 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 a fucking valuable as a valuable target. Somebody you should look for. Right. Honestly, not just your Devontae Parkers. I know you got Miles Gaskin. I know you got Miles Gaskin back in the fold, but oh no, no. Gaskin is COVID. He's he's not playing. Oh, he's COVID? Yeah. Right now. So so, Gasicki is a size mismatch, strength, and speed mismatch. So you got to utilize him, and that's something that that's a part of the offense, bro. And Tua's got to look for him because Devontae Parker is not always gonna be open, Joe. He's not. That's what I'm saying, like, bro. Uh, people get affiliated, but uh, one one thing that a defense uh, would never number one look into is the fact that oh oh oh, their tight end, their tight end is their number one motherfucking wide receiver, unless you're Kelsey. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, Patrick Mahomes is too smart. He's like, oh, you're going to cover Kelsey? Then I'll go ahead and go for Hardman or I'll go for other, you know, these other cats. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that they haven't found that out yet about the Dolphins. Yeah. And I feel like Gesicki gets open a lot of the times. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of the times that I that I see him not get targeted that he should have been targeted. He's open, bro. He's open, bro. He's a dog, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm mad that I gave him up in the dynasty and maybe I'll trade him back <laughs> later on, you know what I'm saying, and try to get him back from you. But, maybe. you know what I'm saying, like, at, I, uh, at the end of the day, you know, shit, I'm cool with it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Who, who's time, your tight end now? Who's your tight end now? Uh, Gronk. Gronk. Uh, I mean. But this is dynasty who, purposes. Who, who's your backup tight end? Who's your backup tight end? I don't have a backup tight end. Ooh, we're going to – we'll talk. Oh, wait, wait. We'll, oh, we'll no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll talk offline. We'll talk Hold off on, hold on. I, I try to think, though. My backup tight end on who did I use 
We'll talk offline. Because I had Rodgers. I had I had Richard Rodgers, but Zach Ertz came back. So I think I used uh oh I used uh Firster. Firkser. I used Firkser, but that's because motherfucker John o. Smith was injured, but it's all good. Oh, you got oh, okay. Hey, we'll talk offline about this. It's For sure. all good. It's all good. Hey, you got anything else for the people? Man, bro, you know, I just want to motherfucking give a shout out to everybody that's been rocking with us for motherfucking this long, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, I, it, it's all good, bro. I, I got love to all my other fantasy football podcasts, bro. Shout out to the plug. You know, no, shout out to motherfucking uh, Bogey in the GM and Network. Shout out to the Rum Boys, bro. Like, fucking, it's been, it's been an awesome year. It has been, a, you know, been great to be a part of this whole entire year, dig. You know, I know I haven't been here this whole entire time, but it's, it's, you know, it's been awesome, bro. It's been awesome to be a part of this motherfucking shit and motherfucking go ahead and, uh, you know, give our take. You know, fucking shout out to the fucking Bears, Brews, and the motherfucking bros. <laughs> yeah, man, and, and shout out, shout out to uh, the sister-in-law, Lavender and Blush, for hooking us up with the uh, with the mask and everything like that. You know, you guys make sure give them a follow. You know, check out their page, check out their website, hook your girls up because they've been dealing they've been dealing with us with all of our football shit. You know what I'm saying? Our women in our lives. So jump in the motherfucking lavender and blood. Check check them out. But real quick, too, you know, shout out to Heart to Start. Shout out to Gemma the Icon. Shout out to Joel Murley. Shout out to like everybody that fucks with us with that genuine shit, bro. Because we fuck with them back, we rock with y'all back. You know, uh, shout out um, the fantasy football therapist. Shout out motherfucking um, the truth serum, man. If I'm forgetting anybody, man, like straight up, man, I apologize, man. There's a lot of people that fuck with us. Ooh, turn up the jets, bro. turn up the like, jets, man. You know turn up the jets, man. Shout out, turn up the jets. Shout out limelight, bro. I. <laughs> You know, I, I haven't heard from you from a, for a little while, but I hope you're good, bro. Like, seriously, man, we, we hope you're good. Holla at us back, man. Shout out Run Out The Clock. Shout out Fantasy Mechanic. Like you said, shout out Plugga Plugga. Shout out everybody that rocks with us, man. Shout out Manic Lady Creations. They sent me a couple of customized cups for no reason, just out the blue. Much love to you guys. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that supports us, it means a lot because we are still a young podcast. We're trying, we're, we're, we're striving to get better. We're trying, we're trying to get there to that next level. And all the support means a lot. Like it really, really does, man. So with all of that being said, man, for my brother on the other side over there, Fantasy Drill, this is your boy Smoking Jay. This was the playoff preview show who we like hopefully you guys have these guys on lock if not it's all good if you guys have any questions drop them in the comments we will be whipping up a little edit for this show and in the motherfucking comments hit us up with any sister questions we got your guys back so drill you got anything 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 last second last minute whatever for the people anything at all if you're playing against me in the playoffs, beware, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm good, bro. Uh, I love, bro. I'm good. <laughs> hell yeah, man. Once again, man, fantasy drill over there. Your boy, Smoking Jay. We are the Bears, Brews, and the Bros covering for the rest of the bros on this one. We got you guys. We're going to keep it rocking. Peace out, y'all.